everybody. Welcome to the Unapologetically Afro-Latina podcast. Hey. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> my name is Queen Mufasa and I have my co-host. Boricua Song. Yes, but she have her tears out. Yes. <laughs> get it. <laughs> so this week, just like last week, we talked about how we wanted questions. Yeah. And um, we put it a post out there. If you missed it, well... You should have been following us. Exactly. So happy. We'll let you know where you can follow soon. But right now, we did it on our own personal Instagrams and Facebooks, and we got a few questions back. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with the questions now and have a little discussion. And then we're going to move on to a really big uh, conversation that I really want to talk about. It's going to get pretty serious soon. So hold on. We're going to do this. <laughs> the tea right. is coming. The tea is hot, spicy. And filled with tears. <laughs> so, um, do you want to start with yours or do you want me to start with mine? Uh, we'll start with mine. So, okay. the first one that I have is, what is your pet peeve? Ooh, I have one. And it's very, don't pester me. Don't pester me. Because I'm I'm halfway stubborn. I've learned to be patient enough to be stu- not to be too stubborn. Mm-hmm. But when you be like, can you do this for me? And I tell you no. Or if, I, if you ask me anything and I say no, it's not what I like. There's two things that can happen. Either I... I let you do it, but I am so unif. Uh, not like I'm. How do You're I not say? there. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like whatever. Man, I'm right. Mad and I'm half petty. I'm shady and all that. Or I blow up on you. Right. If I say no the first time and the second time, the third time should not ask me. But right. Okay, move on. Like take mm-hmm. my answer for what it is and keep it moving. Right. Don't try to force me into something that you want to do when it's not for you. Example. This. Thing. <laughs> Um, it's like this guy that I used to talk to he wanted to do more than what we wanted and mm. I told him I don't do anal mm. <laughs> he was like no let me just try and I told him dude no so then he gave up for like a week and he came back and I was like didn't we just talk about this Right. no so then it ended up going to a situation where he's like why am I blocked on your phone mm-hmm. <laughs> why am I blocked on your Instagram why did you block me on everything because I don't want to do anal and you keep asking right. me but so, if you're not gonna let me put it up your butt, why are you let put my butt? Like she leave it alone. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve is back to back questions. Oh, oh my gosh, like that pisses me off. No, it's more like, so where are you from? And then you answer it. When were you born? And then you answer it. What's your favorite color? And then you answer it. What's your favorite car? And then you answer it. <laughs> like just literally back to back to back to back questions. Like, bro, just tell, just just like, how are you? Who are you? Right. Don't give me like little simple questions. Give me a long question that we can both have a conversation yeah, about it yeah, for yeah. like a good two to five minutes and then you can ask me a question not so how are you doing how was your day how's it going what's your favorite color it's like oh that reminds me of like why are you touching me stop touching me stop touching me <laughs> right that is my biggest pet peeve okay all right mm-hmm. all right what's the next question girly what is the personality trait that has gotten you in the most trouble oh lord 
my goodness. Okay, so the first minor trait is the fact that I can be a bit dirty sometimes. Really? So I have a few coworkers who know that about me. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't say anything dirty about me because I or dirty anything because mm-hmm. I take it to that level. And they're like, Winnie, and it hasn't gotten me in trouble, but it has put me in a position where maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I'm like in an awkward position. It was like, an awkward. This like, is a little too much. It's like, oh, you don't get the reference. Oh, okay, I'm weird. I'm gonna retrieve myself from the situation and go cry somewhere in the corner. Like you say some JJ joke and you're like, oh, just no, me? Just uh-huh. me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then you're in an awkward position where they know what you do. Exactly. And you thought you had somebody behind you, but you didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Like you thought you were that freaky, but you really weren't. Mm-mm. They uh they're not with you. Right. No, you are by yourself. Over myself. Mm, mm, no copyright. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like me having a dirty mouth. Which, gotcha. Fuck it, I don't care. Right. <laughs> oh well. Mine is kind of the same as yours. Yeah. But okay, so I'm gonna say this. Right. I call it my ratchetness. You can get ratchet. What? I get ratchet. <laughs> ratchet, baby. Hey. Mm. Uh, 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 <laughs> so I have this thing where I say what I say, how I say it. Mm-hmm. You like it, you like it, you don't keep walking, keep moving, and say it in my face. Ooh, one of the two. I said that's just, and it's always been an issue. Mm-hmm. My parents know it. Yeah. So like things would happen, and they would immediately look at me. <laughs> Because it, because it goes with it goes with that one that gets me in trouble is my face. Ooh. They always know where I, what I feel with my face. My face will tell you everything exactly in that moment. Exactly, because I be looking at you all type of like the fuck all type of stuff, And that's the main reason why. Like I've been so you know I've been trained in a way by my parents to like hold my tongue mm-hmm. for this face. This whole lot of Jesus. And that's the thing because my parents have told me. Don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes people give my, you know, my parents an attitude, and sometimes I feel like my dad can handle it. Mm-hmm. But you're not disrespecting my mama. No, let's believe that. No. So when people start going sideways, my mama, I start being like, "Excuse me." So they try to teach me how to like not do it, mm-hmm. how to keep it to myself, so my face be looking like I be sitting there like if I, if I look at you and my face hard, just know one thing: we fight. What? Like I want you to, I want you to look at me and tell me what's wrong with your face, so I can tell you <laughs> what's wrong with my face. And then when my mama tell me to be quiet, well, he asked me, so <laughs> I said it. I have an excuse, right? Okay. <laughs> So one of my questions is like, what do you think of period sex? And I, <laughs> I cringed at that question because yes. the girl who asked me this question, when she put it on the post, I know her personally. <laughs> she doesn't look like somebody who would ask this question. I thought it was going to be something sweet or something right. like, you know, deep. She's talking about, what do you think about period sex? Yes. Ooh. Now, have I ever done it? No. Because I have a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, so I don't get periods. I need. Mm. I have to do a whole situation like losing weight, taking prenatal vitamins, and doing my OBGYN, which I'm not, which I need to. Um, I bust up, and then I can finally get it because I'm not ovulating. I know we're getting too personal, too deep. But anyway, if you want any more information about polycystic ovarian syndrome, Google is your friend because I'm not telling you. <laughs> 
but <laughs> that's uh, as much as you know. Yeah, but what I've heard about period sex is like it's supposed to help. From what I've heard, because of the muscles contracted during you know climax, mm. it releases that good hormone to help you relax, so it reduces the pain. But how do you feel about it? You're the one who actively is active with your husband. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say every day, baby. And it was. Um, but no, I don't. We don't do anything. Oh, we don't. We don't. When it like, if we know, like when it starts, yeah. This I get that week to myself. No, nothing. No, nothing. So I don't not get, even what that mouth. Which, by the way, I hate. Well, I do too. So, like, I wouldn't mind doing it, but at the same time, like, what you gonna do for me, boo? Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, I don't have an issue with pleasing my husband. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, am I gonna be left high and dry? Like I get turned on by by you getting turned on, but then what about me? What about me? Right. <laughs> so, but you can't do nothing. Like, and, and it's not even a question. It's not even like maybe if I ask him, mm-mm, can't, he he not doing it. He he will um he would not. It's not a question with him. Like when I'm on my period, it's not even about because. Okay, we're gonna get too personal, but I wear yeah. tampons. Yeah. Um. So it's not even like, hey, can you just like suck my clit? Hey, yeah. He won't even. He won't even do that. Oh, I know somebody who would though. Mm-mm. He won't even do that. Man. Not even. And I don't like it. I don't like condoms. So we don't even. That's not even a question either. That's why you got three kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Um, so I see the good effects of it with like scientifically like mm-hmm. reducing mm-hmm. their pain level and what and whatnot. Um, I also thought about you know somebody putting a tampon on and you mm-hmm. know going to town on it. You know what I'm saying orally, but. I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. So I think that nobody should be made into it and I saw this video this funny video like a year ago this girl was rolling a blunt mm-hmm. talking about how guys <laughs> were like asking us every boyfriend would be like mm-hmm. you know um what's it called again uh what that mouth do Ooh. and she was like you know what I don't care about what that mouth do leave me alone <laughs> She was like, why do you keep asking me what my, what my, what my mouth do? What does that wallet do? Yes. Why me enough to do this? I think I remember that because she was on her period. So he, he be, she, I think she told him that yeah, she yeah, was yeah. on her period. Yeah. And he was like, what that mouth do? Yeah. Yes, I remember that. And he was done. Oh, God. He was so done. And I was like, well, she was so done. But she sounded like a man. <laughs> I mean. But at the same time, you know what I think about? So I think about the fact that. Why y'all doing it? Y'all obviously you don't have any control mm-hmm. of when it's gonna come out. Yeah, it's a natural. So thing. and because it's not even like, oh, your brain knows, hey, I'm having sex, so I'm not gonna come out as much. I'm just gonna do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. If you got that rush of blood coming out of your that's gonna go like down your butt crack and onto the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only did you your bed sheet. But you stay in the bed, and who you think of me, bitch? <laughs> nah, like you was the one that wanted to do it while I was on my period. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sitting there cleaning no period blood. Exactly. Okay. So my next question: What is your favorite body part and why? That was from a guy. My favorite body part is definitely 
my butt. I love my butt. So this is what is our favorite, our own favorite body part from yeah. our body? Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Well, you want me to tell about yours? No, no, no. I thought he meant like in a dude. What is your favorite body part? I mean, I guess we can even ask that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So in me personally, I love my butt. I okay. just love my assets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Winnie, how do you not feel tired? How's your back not feel tired? I was like, I mean, you go and then your butt just follows. And I'm just like, Mom, I got it from my dad. <laughs> Blame my daddy, okay? Like, my dad's had a family, but don't go down central. Really? Even my dad got a badonka don't. And I'd be looking like, hey, Dad, you don't need that much. Right. <laughs> you was a dude. That's right. <laughs> Turn all I see is, whoa. Right. <laughs> But nah, no, nah. that's so funny. <laughs> okay. But I would have to say the hands. Really? I love the hands. Okay. Like if it's, it, and I know it doesn't have to look rough or nothing, but mm-hmm. I like big hands. Mm. I'm a big girl, and even though I'm in the process of losing weight, there are still. Stay big. Exactly. Like my butt and my, my boots right. and my hips. That is genetics. Right. Okay. So, but I, I just love how. It feels when I'm being held by big mm-hmm. hands, and not for the romantic part where it's just like with you know the cuddling and the rubbing, but also when he cuffs my booty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. When he cuffs my booty, I'm from the back. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, what's your favorite body part? So mine are my legs. Mm-hmm. I love my calves and like my feet Mm -hmm. um so that is my best i feel like they look really really good even though i've gained weight in the past couple of years Mm -hmm. they kind of like stay constant yeah so i like that about myself um and then on men oh that's a tough question you whole husband. <laughs> um, their chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. And it's not even like their stomach part, like not the ab thing. It's whatever. Um, but it's just the chest part. Yeah. The, and so with my husband, I reach him like to the shoulder. Yeah. So the fact that I can like put my hands on his chest and they're like buff and big. Now if he's scrawny, boo, I'm gonna need you to perk them up. But. <laughs> <laughs> But when they're like big and ooh and buff, just rubbing my hands on that part of the mm, just <laughs> girl. <laughs> I can't. I can't with you, girl. So what's the next question? Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, the best recently or just like in life? Just in life. In life. <clears throat> Don't worry, be happy. I'm being so serious. You find that very funny. I thought she was about to start singing the Akuna Matata song. Don't worry about the thing. Right, that's it. That's where I thought you were going. Cause every little thing is gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be. And in all seriousness, for real, like don't worry, be happy. Cause I, you know me, my anxiety about worrying about every single thing except for me is so high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to to hear like, hey, literally, chill, like relax, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Take your time, do what you gotta do, but be happy. If you're not happy, how do you expect to take care of all these people? Like, right, right, right. So to hear that really did change me in my mentality because I finally heard it from someone who cared about me and told me straight up, chill. Right. <laughs> so yeah. What about you? 
So I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like super simple. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. That has always been a thing that stuck with me. Yeah. Be the authentic you. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, you want people, you know who people really are. Yeah. When you're being your true self because mm-hmm. you'll know how they react towards you. Yeah. And whether or not they're being truthful and liking you for you yeah. or just liking you for the person you're acting mm-hmm. you know so be yourself has always been a thing for me and then um in the parent sense mm-hmm. the one that always got me and this was when um i had my first son mm-hmm. there was a lady at the church who told me that regardless of everything that's going on yeah and all the pressures that i had when i hold him for the first time mm-hmm. i'm not gonna care where he came from how he got there yeah. what i went through mm-hmm. The moment that you see him, you will love him for the rest of your life. Oh, and and that should be the only thing that matters. Yeah. Um. And it was so true because I was like, yeah, whatever. You're just saying that, just say it. Yeah. But it did actually happen. Mm-hmm. So that has always stuck to me because then as a mom, I always like, okay, regardless of what happens, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. I gotta keep moving forward. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Of course. So that's sweet. I know. <laughs> now we're gonna get real, real deep. Oh God. <laughs> Do you feel like a leader or a follower? See, um, I had to take a sip of my tea. <laughs> right. <laughs> had to quench my thirst. Um, when I was uh, definitely a follower. Mm. Definitely. I wanted to fit in mm-hmm. everything. Now, I do. I say I have some tendencies of following because, I mean, when you do something for so long, it's hard to, like, get out of that habit. Yeah. You have to step out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a leader because every single time I'm in a situation nowadays that requires me being in a group, I'm like, I, I don't try to micromanage, but I end up doing it. I'm like, are you going to do your paper? Right. Like, do your paper. You know? right. It's like, or mm-hmm. we can do this. And I tend to, like, I will conform to other people's ideas, but I end up making them my own and taking control and I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> nah that's not bad um me I I think I was a follower when I was younger I know definitely in my 17 to 19 years of age yeah. I definitely was a follower yeah um not to the good person and mm-hmm. to be exact but um once I got out of that and I realized you know what I have to do my own thing follow my own and I've always been really good. This is what gets me. My gut has always been on point. Oh, yes. Always. That little gut that mm-hmm. you have. You're thinking about doing something and you get that little thing. Yo, it's always right. Because every time I would get that little thing, I would still do my thing. Get in trouble. The woman's issue. Right. So, so far, everything I've done, it's been good. But yeah, I'm definitely a leader now a lot more than I used to be in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, you <laughs> Like, oh my <laughs> wait what's the silence oh my god <laughs> um uh what was the last experience that made you a stronger person? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, my last was, um, I would have to say, uh, when, I just why did I blank out? <laughs> I have so many. I'm thinking of so many. But I think the one that made me stronger is when um, I had my last breakup. Mm-hmm. With my, and that was a recent breakup from like July. Mm-hmm. It's July. And uh, it made me stronger because I finally came to terms with an end. I mean, me and him have been off and on since mm-hmm. high school. So mm-hmm. it kept going. And would have kept going if I had allowed it. Right. So right. I had to be the person to finally say, no, right. this is done. It. And I finally had to say that I'm worthy in love I put onto the world. I need that to be true mm-hmm. to me. So that experience really opened as well as made me be more happier mm-hmm. with myself because I just like, why am I allowing this to happen? Like, do I not love myself? 
enough. Right. You know? So I had to look within myself and I was like, yeah, this ain't cool. I need to let this go. Right. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, my last one was the biggest one was um when so obviously getting raised in a Christian household, mm-hmm. they have certain expectations mm-hmm. for you. And if you don't follow them, they you can tell they're disappointed and they'll tell you that they're mm-hmm. disappointed. Um so me it was for when my family came to my first apartment yeah um to talk to me mm-hmm. because they had found out that my husband was staying over yeah um and the rule was like no men allowed blah, yeah. blah, blah. so um and they used to live literally one building away from me oh yeah because they used this. to live like right close to me mm-hmm. so they came to to tell me that they were no longer going to help me pay the rent mm-hmm. on the apartment i was completely on my own um what kind of broke me in that moment and then made me realized like I shouldn't care was the fact that my dad was like oh watch when we tell him that we're no longer helping you pay for the apartment he's gonna bow Mm -hmm. um and he told me that by myself Mm -hmm. when my husband came in and they were speaking to my husband Mm -hmm. my dad flat out can count on one hand the many men I've been with whoa no lie like just he was like can you even count on one hand how many but how many and I'm looking like (laughs) like one yes sir I can yeah two it's not gonna take all my fingers and three that's none of your business yeah like what and the in front of him to make it seem like you were a hoe right i'm walking around here just slinging my pussy everywhere like it's <laughs> not that's not even the case <laughs> but like that's just how he made it seem yeah you know um so i think that was the that were that was the point where i broke and became strong at the same time because i'm like okay never am i gonna be able to be perfect for them mm-hmm. so then i'm just gonna start living for me oh like, yeah most definitely who cares what you think yeah and i'm still working on it it's not perfect mm-hmm. um but of what i do in my life i'm just like i don't care how you feel about what i do exactly. you know either you're in it right you can not. be a part of it and just not like what i do because you can do that you can be a parent and have your own opinions i'm not saying he, you know they can't come and be like hey you know i think that what you're trying to do would be good if you do it this way like i'm just giving you an advice but they would get mad because i don't take that advice and yeah. i don't do it the way that they wanted me to do it oh, as yeah. opposed to right as opposed to just giving you mm-hmm. an advice you know so yeah Papi, right. <laughs> so, which would be harder for you to give up? Oh, Coffee or alcohol? Coffee. Yep, me too. Because I can live without alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not dependent on alcohol. Even when I, I like, my dad asked me this question recently. He's like, "Oh, is like, have you ever been around people who drink?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. He's like, "So, do you drink with them?" I'm like, "No." Mm-hmm. I can go out to a club. And right. I can go out to a restaurant. I mm-hmm. can go out anywhere where multiple people are drinking around me and I don't have to drink. If I drink, it's because it's my choice. Right. But at the same time, I've gone through this so many times. I'm just like, I'm just chilling. I'll have my water with lemon mm-hmm. because it helps no digestive. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. But, but yeah. coffee? Oh, I get headaches. 
Mm-hmm. I get I get irritable. Yep. I have actually experimented in giving up, you know, coffee. I do not. Like yeah, I'm not a morning person, and now I drink coffee every morning, at least half a cup. If I cannot finish a full cup, it has to be half a cup. You just have to get that caffeine in. Yeah, exactly. I don't. It doesn't need to be sweet with like all these sweeteners or these, you know, mocha chino, whatever you want to call nah. it. Macchiato. Macchiato. You basic hoes. Insert color. Insert color. But yeah, I don't, I can't. Like, I need my coffee fix and I'm sounding like a crackhead because I do. I get, <laughs> I do. Okay, I really do get mad and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I think it'll be the same for me. So I'm not a big alcohol drinker. I've never been a big, a big mm-hmm. alcohol drinker. And when I have done, it's like my camera, it's like my husband says, I either don't drink enough just because I don't want to overdo it. Mm-hmm. So I just do one and like that's it. Mm-hmm. Or I overdo it and drink too much yeah like you know those barefoot um sutter home bottles yeah half of that mm-mm, done with it i'm just like bouncing off everything really dizzy yup i can't do it just can't do it so coffee and you know what's funny mm-hmm. i wrote this down and when i saw it i'm like this is for me because me and my husband yesterday were telling each other that we are not drinking coffee anymore live we're going coffee free and today we were like texting each other like i want some coffee <laughs> and i was like no, nasty <laughs> Because I also try not to put as much sugar in it. Yeah. You know? Mm-mm. That tea was nasty. I was like, I really want some coffee. And I made it. I didn't drink coffee. But it's hard. It is hard. And in, a, in any addiction, you, you have... <laughs> Like, coffee is an addiction. And you have to take it day by day. And yeah. you have to, you know, not... It's going to make you irritable, regardless. And, and I have realized, because I used to be a huge coffee drinker, and I did the time that I went without drinking coffee, and I would get headaches, like it was nobody's business, mm-hmm. like you couldn't talk to me because I would get mad. And now I can drink a cup of coffee, but I don't drink the whole thing. Like, I'll drink a third of it, and then I'm like, uh, I don't want this. Yeah, so same with me. Like, today, I like half of my mug today and mm-hmm. didn't finish it, which is normal for me because I can make a full mug one time and finish it in one sitting. I can do that. But right. there are times where I can only take half, but I need that option knowing that I can drink it. Right. Like, I can't, like, just not drink it. Right. I know, <laughs> like, uh, we gonna fight. Right. I wish my husband would tell me, let's not drink coffee. We get that the boys. <laughs> I think that's it. We think we over. That's the deal breaker right there. Exactly. <laughs> if you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would you pick? Bonquiqui Shaniqua Johnson. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I was about to be like, hold up. That's like a total left from your name. Way a total left. <laughs> I, like, I have a list of children names that I want to name my child. So let me pull from there. Oh, Lord. Exactly. This is- um, um, are they like the cultural black names? Girl, no. no, no, dude, I got some French names up in here. Oh my goodness, <laughs> see, I have Phoenix up here. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, oh my god, <laughs> that's actually a name. So, I didn't think about calling a child Arizona, like, yeah. I would have never called a child Arizona. Yeah. And sorry for all the Arizonas out there, but 
Um, I didn't think like, oh, that's kind of cute until I saw it in Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I have two names that I would love okay. for myself. So Scarlet Rose because okay. my beauty is rose. <laughs> and my favorite color, if you didn't know, green and red. So I love Scarlet. Mm, or okay. we can go, you know, a little bit Caribbean. Okay. And Ooh, I like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> And that ganja. And <laughs> that queen. <laughs> that Mary Jane. Mary Jane. There you go. What's your name? Ooh, it's kind of so... Because I'm not... I used to be like... I used to want a very simple name. Yeah. Um, Like Melissa or something. Yeah. Just because my name itself is just Girl, very so unique right. and very difficult for people to pronounce it. You know... <laughs> we'll see it's easy for you because you've known me for so many years yeah. but somebody who hasn't and reads it off a piece of paper yo I just haven't been yeah. paying attention like there's a black light invisible letters <laughs> just be adding you know the whole yes, you know you have seven other um, syllables in there right and like, you're just like mm, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it but whatever yeah so I used to like um oh my god I forgot it you forgot it I used to like Victoria that's my sister's name. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like Victoria, um, Melissa, what other one? I think that was it. I wasn't very big in changing it. Like, I didn't want Maria because I was like... Maria, Maria! Right, that was just like everybody's all Hispanic. <laughs> you know, like, that's just a normal Hispanic name. But, like, if I wanted mine to be different, I wanted it to be different. Different, but mine's just too, too different. How? Like, uh, I don't know. Oh, Danelli sounds cute. What? Danelli. Danelli. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a motorcycle. No, girl. I'm so done <laughs> with this chick. No, or like Daniela. I used to like Daniela. I have a, a friend named Daniela. I used to like Daniela a lot and call me Danny. You know? So cute. Oh my god. No. Okay. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. So like. Oh, you know what top, but I, I didn't know it obviously back then, but now what name I would love to be named. What? And I wish I had, when I have twins, yeah. cause you know, I'm putting it out there. When I have twin Lord. girls, twin girls, yeah, this is what I, boys. I know I do. This is what I want to name her. So my first child is going to be Zayla Marie, mm-hmm. Nadia Avi. Oh, in rhymes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be her name. Uh-huh. Right. Zayla Marie is, we got a portion of it from the Bible and then a portion from mine. And then Nadia is my husband's middle name. Mm-hmm. Yes, middle name. Um, so we wanted to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one. Oh, that's a full name? That's the full name. Golly. <laughs> so Zayla Marie is her first name. Uh-huh. Nadia is her middle name. Zayla Marie. Zayla Marie, Nadia. And so we will call her Zozo for short. Aw. And thank you. you. Like, if you're just like a me and him walking around with a little bow. We like that. Her curls. Right. <laughs> okay. Felicity. 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 Oh I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. Felicity. I don't know what her middle name is just yet. I remember somebody told me and I forgot. Felicity Jones. Girl, no. <laughs> we gotta put a Johnson in <laughs> I'm so done. She's so. <laughs> I like. I understand. I'm going like real out there with Felicity, but we yeah, because she's not that. gonna look like her ethnicity. <laughs> she's not. She not. Felicity gonna get all the jobs. She is. <laughs> 
Just because of the name, just because they see her name. And then they see her, I'm like, Felicity! Now, she shows up, oh, <laughs> Now, there was this girl who, her name was Ikaterina. Mm, what does that mean? I have no idea. Because that sounds like a courier. <laughs> <laughs> This girl is gonna die. For right now, we're gonna say that it's gonna be Felicity, Katarina, uh-huh. and then Mada Chavez. Okay. Yeah. So, um, another question. We're gonna go forth and do this. What songs are included on the soundtrack to your life? Name Ooh. up to three. Girl, that's a very good question, huh? Let me get my back. I'm going through my Spotify, actually. Let me look at my, uh, my yeah. stuff. Ooh, definitely have the first one. Mine is Big Old Freak by Megan Thee Stallion. Big Old Freak. na 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 Because it talks about how she's basically... It's so freeing because she's uh, this sexual human being mm-hmm. that's taking back her sexuality. Oh, I'm going to put it down. He ain't never going to do nothing. Right. Like, I got the good goods, okay? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say I don't. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> and then the next one is Can't Take t- Can't Take It From Me by Major Lazer and Skip Marley, who is Bob Marley's son. Okay. And it's it's a very inspirational song. It's like no matter what anybody says in the world, you can't take the joy in my life. You can't right. take it unless I allow you to. Right. And it's just like you can't take this from me because I'm gonna still rock hard, work hard, play hard, do what I want in my life because this is my life. Mm-hmm. And then their third song is this one song. It's it's very special to me. It's called "Carry Me Home" by Georgia Smith and um, Sabre. Um, it's a uh, very sweet romantic. It's like finally finding that one person you love mm-hmm. and finding home within them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like it's so sweet. It's so gentle. You can lay on it and cuddle with it or you can listen to it and it doesn't even right. have to be romantic because you can always think about your family member that reminds you of home right. or a friend that you know reminds you of home so it can be very versatile but for me um it really just holds uh, it holds deep because of the person who i thought about at that moment when i heard this song mm-hmm. so that's what it meant a lot to me and even though i'm over that person it still holds, it still yeah it still holds something to me so those are my three songs Obviously, there's other songs I would add, but right. those are my main three. So, one of them that I'm liking, and I like to listen to it a lot, mm-hmm. is, um, it's called, and bear with me, all, like, two of them are going to be him. Um, it's called Solita, mm-hmm. and it's with Osuna, Mambo Kings, DJ Luan, a Bad Bunny, We Sing, a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Um... And I love that song. I don't know why it makes me feel like as on top of the world. <laughs> that and you have HP mm-hmm. from Maluma, mm-hmm. which is um, and these two kind of go together because Solita's kind of just saying like you by yourself, mm-hmm. you out here rocking it, you know, acting like yourself, basically. Bad bitch. Right. Um, and then Maluma is about <laughs> A girl broke up with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and wanted to rub it in his face. So recorded like Snapchat videos with him yeah. and stuff. And the HP is supposed to, if I'm not mistaken, supposed to sta- stand for hijo de puta. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I just got it. Oh god. Because he says it in the well, he says the first part and then he they bleep out his the but 
um, that one. And then my come to heart moment, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the song Clean from Natalie Grant. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I, she came to do a show at my church one time. Yeah. And she sang the song and I heard it for the first time. I bawled my eyes out because she was saying it how her friend, and don't quote me on this, I might yeah, yeah, be yeah. making it up. Um, her friend, I think, got assaulted mm-hmm. um, and she felt very dirty mm-hmm. um, because of it. Mm-hmm. So she sang, she made that song for her and it kind of resonated with me because I kind of felt that way after losing my virginity mm-hmm. um, and going through that, you know, stage. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that in the, mm-hmm. the previous podcast. How- right. Um, the way your parents talked about it was like, right. if you lose it not to your husband, you know, you're dirty. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so he made me feel that time. It wasn't like, I appreciate the fact that you gave me this real important thing for you. It was more of, you gave it to me, you're mine. I can take whatever I want, do whatever I want, say whatever I want, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, so after that, it really took me a long time. It took me like a year mm-hmm. and some change to really feel comfortable to even engage into sex again mm-hmm. um so that song kind of like touched me because mm-hmm. it's like yeah if anything happens i'm still clean like i'm still okay you know yeah so those are my songs okay um the next question um this is actually from one of my coworkers. <laughs> She she has like a really issue with her mother in law. Okay. So the thing is, the mother in law is what okay, she's been a bitch. Okay? okay. She's been a shady hoe. And she just feels like no matter what she does, she can never do nothing right. Husband sees it and he defends her in his right. He does, she does. He's not a mama's boy. He respects his mom, but he lets her know that when she's wrong. And so wait, were you when you were saying that she's being a bitch, you're saying the mom the mother in law? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The mother in law, not, okay. not 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 the wife. Right. <laughs> Like, right. She's like, she doesn't want anything to do with her. Okay. And recently, she celebrated her birthday and she was high. Turns out her husband turned in his car and bought her a car for her birthday. Oh. It was just really sweet. And what the, the mother in law was doing was asking her questions about what she kind of likes in a car because she was pretending to want um a car for oh, herself. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, well, what would you like? It's like, it's, I'm trying to figure out and I just want to hear other people's opinion. And the way she was helping her son really hard, like she was the main, even though it was her husband's idea, Right. It was like her <laughs> her mother in law was driving full forces of we yeah. have to do this, we have to get this together. And her question is, how do you start trusting your mother in law when she has repeatedly went behind you to talk how low you are, as well as purposely become shady against you? How do you start trusting? Mm, that's difficult. Yeah. Um as someone who's married, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> that's really hard. Um, so there's really to be honest, mm-hmm. there's really nothing you can do Mm -hmm. the only suggestion i could give you is be there Mm -hmm. just be there and love on her as your mother-in-law respect her Mm -hmm. regardless of what she says to you what she doesn't say to you you know yes i'm not saying like always turn a blind cheek there's gonna be there is a a line that she can't cross Mm -hmm. and if she does then obviously you respectfully Mm -hmm. have place oh yeah um, but at some point in time, she'll realize like, dang, I've been treating this girl like crap mm-hmm. for many, many years. Oh yeah. 
And it's, you know, she hasn't done anything but love on me, care for me. She'll realize it and mm-hmm. she'll change. And maybe this, you know, her being so effortless to get the, not effortless, but being really hardcore on getting this car for you mm-hmm. is kind of slowly getting her there, mm-hmm. you know, um, to where she like sees the good and see how good you are with her son. And because I'm going to tell you my son went where they could date. They're, They're under 10 years old. Right. They ain't never dating in their life. <laughs> I am so over. Like right now, even thinking about them being with somebody pisses me off because it's like you have to be the perfect woman for my husband mm-hmm. or for my son, and you're never gonna find that. Like I know I'm never gonna find a perfect woman for my son that he's adore and who's gonna love and adore him. Yeah, but it's just what you want for your son, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's pretty much all I can say with. Um, for me personally, I, I, I well, we and her have touched base on this, but I told her it's just kill her with kindness, like you mm-hmm. said, you know, turn her mm-hmm. cheek sometimes. But I also said is like you need to keep living your life at the yep. end of the day. Like you can't please everybody, right? And when somebody's cheap, like like what um said, when they go low, you go high, right? Like you can respect her for her position as a mother-in-law, seeing the fact that she's not invited to most things, where mm. she's being ostracized, and the reason why is because she starts strong. She she does a lot of things against you. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna feel it, especially when you start popping out grandkids. Oh yeah. And you know the sad part about when I when I was hearing you talk, I was like, she's gonna realize that you know some people wait till like it's be something tragic happen for them to change their their attitude towards somebody. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it never has to go that far. Yeah. You have the ample time. Oh yeah. To change how you feel about somebody, especially when you know that person's not doing anything towards you. Oh yeah. I get it. That's your baby. That's your child. And she. He's not perfect and you know mm-hmm. you would rather have her him be with you 24 7 but he chose her right. and the fact that he's res- he still respects you but still stands up for his wife you should be proud of oh mother. yeah like Definitely. The fact that he still respects you and he's not cutting you off and the fact that she's not taking him away mm-hmm. from you, he still goes sees his mom whenever he wants right there is no restriction he decides when to not see you it's not her fault if he doesn't As, want to see you so like obviously not getting too much in her business yeah but has she at any point in time done him dirty like has she cheated on him nothing like that no. oh then ain't no reason how long have they been together so they dated since high school really yeah high school sweethearts and she ain't over that yet oh no she need to get over they got, they've been married boo. for a year now boo you need to get over that because obviously if she's still here she a good one <laughs> <laughs> she ain't cheat she ain't do nothing dirty she you need to get over that honey <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. been dating long. They dated for a long time. Okay. Like, yeah. when she told me, I was like, I thought a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First off, that ain't happened for me. So I don't know why it's happening for you. Like, girl, that's I gold wish, for right. a lot of girls. You know, me and my husband were high school sweethearts. He just didn't know it. <laughs> so, like, because I've known them since for a long time. You can tell why she's laughing because I gave her the look like bitch. <laughs> right, the, really? Like, okay. Yeah. Shoot. Like I would understand if she, you know, a long time ago cheated on him, and so mom's kind of salty about it. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I said, we want the best for yeah. our kids, but she ain't do nothing. They've been together. Yeah, because I know her more than four years. Mm-hmm. Nah, you need to get over that, honey. Nah, I've known this girl for such a long time. We graduated together. And she mm. told me their love story, and I'm like, well, have you done this and that? Right. She hasn't. Like, and her character will never allow her to do so. Right, right, right. She's very stand up, and she tells, like you, tells it like this, because she's mm-hmm. Latina. Ooh. 
Y'all have no muzzle. Nope. At all. Nope. Y'all need one. <laughs> Just kidding. No. I love y'all. Don't boo me. <laughs> <laughs> boo. <No>. You whore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then another question. This actually question comes from your husband. Oh, Lord. He commented Jesus. on this one. He wanted to hear this one. And I was like, what are what stereotypes about women are not true? Hmm. And I know definitely. Really what? That we nag. I don't. We don't nag. We don't. I feel like we, people say that we nag a lot is because we repeat common sense things. Right. So, so like my example is when my mom tells my dad, hey, this needs to be done. I'm just going to call somebody to get it. And you're like, no, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, then, and she comes in after a week of it not being done. And I said, did you do it? Gosh, you're so naggy. Add twice. Right. It's not nagging. It's because somebody's reminding you of your responsibility. Right. You said you wanted to do. Right. So now I understand when somebody's being annoying and try to micromanage you. Mm -hmm. I can understand that, but that's everybody. Everybody does that. Right. I just feel like, why is it put on women? We don't nag. We just remind you like, hey, you were supposed to do this because you said you were going to do this. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, um, I asked you to do this for me. You said you were going to do it. It's been more than 24 hours. Not trying to rush you, but try needs to be taken out it stinks i mean yeah if i tell you to take out the trash or if i ask you hey i'm busy with x y and z i cannot take out the trash right now can you please take first out of the all trash? you shouldn't be taking out the trash that's a man's job hmm, thank exactly. you and it, that yeah yeah i guess it, it just is what it is and i have been in situations where like didn't you say that you were going to do this mm-hmm. like i get it you don't want to be re- reminded you don't want to be micromanaged you, know, you don't want to be told what to do so you're gonna call me naggy and also, that reminds me of being clingy. Mm. <sighs> that's and a conversation. I think that's another in. thing that men do. I don't think all women are clingy. Yeah, I feel like we people have, like, in general, people can be clingy. Yeah. But why is it only put on the women? Right. Why are we not addressing the men who keep stalking us? who Girl. after get the good good decides to be like talking to you every single day and being like yep. clinged on why aren't we talking about how clingy and creepy they are we keep mm-hmm. putting this psychoanalytic person as a woman and putting her in movies right. and saying that women get crazy and emotional and that's why we can't have a woman president but in reality it's not true right right i think another one what, did, what was this question what is like a not true stereotype of a woman yeah Oh, that's a difficult one for me because I don't know a lot of them. Yeah. I know, like, one stereotype for Hispanic people is, like, all women don't know anything. Um, And then oh, yeah. they don't get, they don't graduate high yeah. school once mm-hmm. they get pregnant. That's a lie. I graduated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Um, And I don't think every Hispanic woman wants to be that way. Just like every Hispanic woman is not a slave to their husbands or a baby maker what this is not a baby maker machine okay (gasps) come on like y'all still have to love and appreciate us yes your culture but our culture is very adamant on women do everything that's the same women clean cook walk like everything go to work and come back and take care of the kids and still give you the good at night like you still have to do all that but at some point men think like this is expected of you this is what you have to do 
uh-uh boo this no. is not what i have no. to do because i feel like at a point that counted because women were not allowed to work oh yeah not. so it made sense in the culture at the time mm-hmm. but now in this century where i'm not your slave i'm your equal right and if you want to be biblical because i told my mom this because she always sounded like well, the man is the head of the house but you are the neck you, right he cannot turn left right without all you. around Without you, you are the final cord that's holding this man and transferring the um, activity from the brain to the um, body parts. If you are not there to hold that head, what is he? Nothing. Right. So at the end of the day, you women are important in the lives of children as well as their husbands. We're mm-hmm. not slaves. We're your equal. You should treat us as such. And it's sad that in 2019, we still have to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, why are we still having this conversation? Right. Same thing as like the first Latina, the first Latino, first African American, first you know African American woman or man or any minority. First, this it's twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Let's stop talking about first. Right. Let's talk about how we have our women becoming our slaves and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not cool. Um, when you're having a bad day, mm-hmm. what do you do to make yourself feel better? So this is a trick question for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's like when I have a bad day, I wallow in my self pity. <laughs> I'm so good. I wallow in it, and I'm just like, I have to eat junk food. I have to sit in my room in the dark and listen to like really emotional. I did that so. <laughs> but I have gotten better, so I don't do that as much anymore. I do find myself doing that sometimes, but if mm-hmm. I'm not feeling too good, I go to work. Okay. I take myself out of that environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, going to work is not like technically clocking in to go to work. Right. Because I can't do that. Or I can get in the car, go somewhere else. Or I can start, like if I have to stay home and my home is where I'm having this bad attitude or whatever, I will go to my room, put on some really, what I say, um, uh, positive. Okay. Positive shows on okay. TV. And I would organize my makeup. Okay. I will keep myself busy and I'll be laughing. And because I'm putting on funny, positive things, right. it kicks me out of my mood. Mm-hmm. And do I do this all the time? No, because no, like right. I said, I wallow in my self-pity. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I try to take myself out of the situation physically as much as possible. Like I right. walk away from it. Right, yeah. Um, my thing is to listen to ratchet music. No, I'm not <laughs> But so if like I had a fight with my husband, and I would listen to songs that talk crap about men. Carter B. Right. And that you just sitting there, you know, and to be saying like you was the bad bitch, like that. And I'd be sitting there just waving my hands and listening to the song. Yeah. Um, if that doesn't work, then I leave and either I just stay outside or I go work out. Mm-hmm. Like there was one time where I was just like, he really pissed me off. Like he just nonstop pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So I just, I left. Like I got into my gym clothes and I went and I left and I just worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I think that's about it. Or I, yeah, I sit there and wallow in it. I mean, <laughs> I go and get cookout shake and stuff myself with cookout. And then I feel bad like five minutes later. Of course. Shouldn't we're have made it. be doing that, Millie. Right. Millie Shouldn't have bad. <laughs> bad. But yes, that's what I Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, another one is on a scale of one to ten, how strict are you going to be as a parent? 
I want to say extremely strict and whatnot, or no, I want to say extremely loose, but that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be my parents where I, first of all, I already know what I have done behind my parents' back. Mm-hmm. I know how strict they were and how they still are and how strict parents create kids. Or, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be like, lay down the law. Right. But you know for a fact that I am not supposed to be here. Right. I lied and I sneaked out of my parents' house. But guess what I'm still going to call? My mama. Because even mm-hmm. though she will be mad, I'm going to be safe because she'll talk to me. Right. So, like, there's a commercial, not on Facebook, or um, it was, like, yeah, it was a commercial on Facebook, and it was a promoting of, like, a, a car. Mm-hmm. And she was at a party that she was not supposed to meet you. She called her dad in the middle of the night. I, daddy, come pick me up. I um, was like, where are you? I thought you in the house. X, Y, and Z. No. And when he picked her up, because she's upset, and she's scared. She does. She knows she's going to be in trouble with Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's so scared. And he's like, "Well, I'm in the neighborhood, so I thought I'd come pick you up." And it was just talking about how, regardless of what she did, he was still willing to have a conversation with her. And then that reminded me of a post that I saw. I saw a lot of things on Facebook <laughs> um, about like the fact that this kid raved about that. Um, I love how my mom and my dad. No, my dad always told me if I need anything, doesn't matter for what it is. If it's in the middle of the night and I went out with my friends, if I get drunk, he will pick me up and. I not say anything as long as I never drive drunk and mm. he talked about how right now he's like in his 30s yeah so then he talks about how he was succeed getting drunk with his stupid friends in high school obviously you're underage sir by a lot of years right so then he called his dad he was like I didn't feel comfortable riding in that car or driving that car and I called my dad. He said nothing on the way there. We got home. I was very drunk. Made sure he nursed me back to health. In the morning, I had a bad hangover and then after I healed up that afternoon, we had a talk. He told me that he was mad. He was disappointed that I got drunk and he didn't want me to but he was like, he's so happy that he called him because yeah. the last thing he needed was his him to die, you know? Mm-hmm. So he then, he still got grounded. He still got in trouble. Of course. But because they had that conversation he appreciates that to this day. Yeah. And that's kind of the same way I want to be. So I feel like I am. Okay. I feel like I'm both. Because I'm not going to be super strict. Yeah. For everything. Uh-huh. But I'm also not going to be too lenient. Oh, yeah. You know? You are not going to walk all over me. Right. So, yes, I want us to have that, that communication mm-hmm. to where you can tell me whatever you want. Mm-hmm sit here and I'll talk to you I'll tell you my opinion I'll tell you how I feel and whatever and you can go and do what you need to do mm-hmm. you make your own decisions you know yeah. good and bad and I will lay it out to you the good consequences the bad consequences of what the choice you make mm-hmm. um but at the same time there's just crap not gonna do yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're not gonna sit here and talk to me all types of ways because you know yeah Mm-mm. you are not gonna you're not gonna sit here and yell at me oh you know God. you're not gonna sit here and try to hit me first off don't matter how tall you are as my child when i go for those knees you're gonna be the same height what don't play with me or lower like we're not doing that we're not throwing tantrums in the middle of the store no we're not doing all that attitude Mm -hmm. like there's just certain things where i'm just like okay that is a flat out how can you disrespect me because i'm still your parent 
but just know that because I'm your parent, I will put down the law, but I will see you as my child and love you as my child. Yeah. But be open with you for us to be friends. To be friends right. to a point. Right. But I hate when parents are just friends, friends, mm-hmm. and not parents. You you are you are not their friend. Right. You are not. I will be your friend when you're 75 years old and I'm 90. Right. That's it. But we're not going to be friends when you're 16 and now. No. Right. You are not my friend. You are my child that came out of a JJ that I'm raising to be exactly. a adult. And exactly. You respect me because I gave you life. Right. Without me, you, I had a choice and I kept you. Right. Realize that. Exactly. And that's the same way I feel. And another thing is, I'm, I need a like, little side note right here. Mm-hmm. Y'all mamas out there, y'all people out there that see us disciplining our children y'all need to be quiet and stay in your lane mind your business because i don't know when the world got to where you can't spank your children pup i'm gonna see if i need to sit there and whoop my child's ass in the middle of the night, oh yeah and you come and say something to me i wish because you're gonna get your ass whooped too yep don't i feel I, I always feel like there's always a time and place to where to whoop your child but there are times where you're in public and your child got you fucked up what got you all the way fucked up like and you're just like you forgot who i was right like, like you, for a second you think you just think you my friends and then everything just goes black and red and you're just like no because mm-hmm. <laughs> um no th- the last thing i would want is to be punished in public be embarrassed and then have other black mothers look at my mom and be like yeah i would have whooped her too why are you co-signing right <laughs> your opinion <laughs> right and and i agree and and i've never had that situation yeah, yeah. like my kids are have been very good sometimes too good because they're like you know people are like oh fine keep them in line these are hooligans what y'all talking about <laughs> it's like they're only because they're shy right like my, so perfect you've seen her yeah when, when she's around when she's you, out and about when she's out and about and she's in and she's in public and she's with mm-hmm. you know people who are looking at her so nice but when she she'll at give you a little attitude but she's so nice she at home i want to shave her head <laughs> i want to slap the blackness off her because the amount of mouth she has yes her. she actually she's 21 i guess it's my fault for being much older than her so she's only known me as an older person right she's never known me as someone who's close to her age right so to me i'm like her mom vicky ugh. uh my sister <laughs> my sister is also the same age as her oh no almost the same age as her and it's like she's still older but she has no one who's her age who's related to us right right so it's like she feels like I'm part of the crew. No. Oh, you're not. Yeah. No, you are beneath. <laughs> she said you are beneath. I'm so nervous. <laughs> you're beneath my you're, age. Right. You're not here. <laughs> not beneath me. Girl, I've seen some of these moms out here, yeah. like ooh, Girl. with them babies that be just like yelling and screaming. Sometimes I'm at Walmart. I shop at Walmart, at Walmart and y'all can be over there by the toy section and here on the produce, and I can hear you your children yeah. if i can hear your child from that far from that far away it better be because he getting the ass whooping of his lifetime <laughs> and i can hear him but sometimes i sit there and listen and i hear them crying but i don't hear the <laughs> <laughs> 
So that means they're not getting the ass whooping of a lifetime. Yeah. They just sitting there wilding out. Exactly. And mom is just walking like, oh, it's whatever. Like, I'm just going to let you. No, thank you. Or they sit there and they throw the tantrum. They just, they lay on the floor, throw themselves, start kicking their screaming. And mom, I'm going to leave you. Bye. Mm-mm. But it's also like those mothers who are so like, again, like friends with their child that you, I ha- so I saw a video, obviously wear Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But this girl, she was putting on a wig and she was like acting like this little grown ratchet bitch. Mm. And she was just like, stiff wear, bitch, stiff wear, bitch. You are, I'll give you eight years old. Mm. Talking about stiff wear. And the parents there allowed their children to know curse words more than the vocabulary words from their school. By the way, you are illiterate. Yep. Just saying. Um, first of all, my kid is going to know their ABCs before they know the word B I T C H. Okay. Right. Right. But it just that's the side note. Is like it's not just the parents who won't punish their kids. It's their parents that allow them to be so exposed to the world too early. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not want to hide them from the world because they're gonna learn regardless. These kids are so smart. They go on the internet. They know how to operate the internet better than most of us. You know. But at the same time, I would never be here laughing and kikiing and ha ha about a child cursing like it's yeah. okay. No, first of all, you're going to learn decent respect. Right. You're going to learn how to say, say refrigerator right. Right. You're going to learn how to write properly and speak in English. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I agree with that too. And then the moms who sit out here and, um, y'all, teaching your kids, your little girls, most importantly, how to twerk is before they can sit here and go to kindergarten that's not okay no like yes i'm you know every once in a while i'm silly i'm funny i joke around i'm ratchet i have my you know little sexy jokes and all this stuff and i act retarded yes but at there's a level where you can't let your kids see you until they get to a certain age mm-hmm. because then they're, they're going to copy you they oh, want yeah. to be exactly like you mm-hmm. And if they see that, I saw a video, that's my turn, on Facebook, Uh where two little girls were twerking, were sitting there twerking, Mm -hmm. when twerking like started being real popular, Mm -hmm. were sitting there twerking, and a whole bunch of people, adults around them, just egging them on to see who can twerk better. What? And I would give you that they were probably like five. Like, come on. Or like the mom who twerked right in front of her son's face, Mm -hmm. like dead in his face ass dead in his face where is that okay, okay. and then she like lowered mm-hmm. it down to where he can like you know like slap her in the butt the way grown men do it oh god that's nasty that is not okay that's right not there are you're teaching the little boy how to make how to look at women like objects mm-hmm. like sex toys mm-hmm. you know whatever and you're teaching a girl that twerking is okay at her age and it's the way to get attention right because the men or the, the adults are surrounded everything and oh i might i must be doing something right because they look happy right this. first of all the basics life skill you don't need to tr- i mean unless you're a stripper honestly if that's how you make money do you boo do you boo and thought about it exactly me too but i do not have the upper body strength to do so these roles said no no <laughs> <laughs> my shoulders were like <laughs> <laughs> Right. But um, 
But if I feel like if you're a stripper or if you're working is your best bet, go do it. But for these little girls who don't know who they are themselves, I feel like you don't need to expose them mm-hmm. this early. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it may sound like kind of like old school where we got we are trying to make women, you know, wholesome. I'm not no. saying make them wholesome because there's nothing, there's no one way to be wholesome. There's multiple different ways, but I'm talking about actually sexualizing our girls or yeah. exposing our girls to sexuality that they have no idea mm-hmm. what to do with. It's like, look, I don't know. I do my best version of twerking, which mm-hmm. is not all that great, but because, you know, I was raised, mm-hmm. um, what is it, in the time of grinding. Oh, yeah. When we would like slow grind on a man. Ooh, Ooh. girl. Mm. I still do it. Right. <laughs> So I don't, it's not saying teach him that, but don't teach him that to do it in public. Like I do that to my husband, mm-hmm. you know, I'm for him to twerking. I'd be here in the kitchen. I'd be twerking, grinding on him, like whatever, you know, drop it down, pick it back up all that. But to him, I'm not going to go and do that out in public mm-hmm. where everybody else can see it. Because really, even though I'm doing it for my man, these people here aren't seeing me twerking on a man. They're mm-hmm. seeing me twerking in my ass and my, you know, everything jiggling. And they're looking at me and sexually lusting over me. You get me? Mm -hmm. And that's the same way that they're going to be looking at these little girls. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's okay. Which, by the way, any man that sexually is attracted to to little girls, that it's not the little girl's fault. Regardless of how they were raised, it's still not the little girl's fault. That man is very much sick in the head. Nasty. And needs to be pulverized by a sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the nuts. Then the gonads, the go- <laughs> but those are the inner gonads, right? Balls, girl, but, um, cut them off, blend them mm-hmm. with some almond milk, have him eat it. No, just put a straw in his buckle <laughs> and let it go the way in, and then plug his buckle. Okay, look, this is how this is how weird I am. I think that people like that should be yeah and there should be a machine that is created that literally the whole but entire time you mean that it goes up their butt all the time 24 7 with no nothing no non-stop you you may be stopped for like 10 minutes that's it mm-hmm. 24 hours straight that's it. You like touching on for the rest of girls. their life. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah, because how do you look at a little girl and be like, oh, I like that one right there. It's like, you know, there's been taking a different path in this. <laughs> but I've, I've cried multiple times because what will go through my timeline is not even five-year-old. Forget that. It's not even five-year-olds anymore. Oh, Toddlers. yeah. Mm-hmm. You look at somebody who's four or six months old and be like, I'm a fuck. Why? Yep. And- well, did you hear the... Did you hear a long time ago there was, a, I think it was six months? She was she was nine months old. Yeah. And she was being molested uh-huh. for six months straight. Like, you're talking about a newborn baby molested for six months straight until she was nine months that they found out that she was being molested. Then I saw one before that where it was... And she choked and died on a condom. <gasps> I did see that one. And you know what the daddy said? What? That the baby rolled off the bed, fell on the floor, and crawled to the condom, and that's how she choked on it. Three months? My face is actually. They can barely lift up their hands. <laughs> like, 